Floor behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fixing radio. All right, and it is time. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster, with me today. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer, Larry Unger, answering phones. Lines are open. If you've got a question for us, please call in, 303-477-5600. It's a live show today, December the 17th. So if you're listening to a replay, you know what day we did this on, and we will most likely replay this because Christmas is next weekend. Comes fast. One week away. Yeah. So those of you that have not got all of your last-minute Shopping done. You have this weekend to get things tidied up, and then Christmas is here before you know it. Yes, it is. A lot of folks will do things even on uh, Christmas Eve next Saturday. That's why we won't be here for Christmas Eve. So you'll hear a best of show Christmas Eve day because uh, a lot of folks will be, you know, do all kinds of stuff. You yeah. Know, church and yeah. get togethers and family and all that. Some people actually do more on Christmas Eve than they do Christmas Day. So that's us, which yeah. is fine. We you know, do a lot of Christmas Eve. We have everybody relax come over. On Christmas. Yeah. Which this yes. year Christmas is on a Sunday, so that's an interesting <laughs> yeah. day as well. Yeah, doesn't normally work that way. So kind of kind of cool in a way, right? So, anyways, uh, so if you're yeah, if you're listening to replay show, thank you very much. We do appreciate that. Myself and Dennis here today. So first off, Merry Christmas to everyone. If you're listening to us, this is our today, the December seventeenth. Because of the way the calendar is this year, this will be our last show of. 2022. Yes, we'll be back in 23, but this is our last show of 2022. So if you really think about it that way, here we are. Yeah. Time flies. It does. The older you get, the faster it goes, I think. <laughs> it does. It kicks into does speed. Does it not? Just sort of just, yeah. you know, just each day just clicks yeah. off so fast. So, all right. So we've got several things to talk about today. One we want to start with is Dennis had a neighbor and a friend of his where you are helping with some situation after a fire and so what we want to talk about today is number one uh, with all the things going on around your home right now in regards to christmas lights and trees and all the different things that are happening and so on let's make sure everybody is safe and sound so we'll start there and then i've also got some uh some tips to keep your house warm this winter we're gonna have some very cold weather coming in this coming week, uh, below zero type weather later this week, uh, and that's pretty much all across the front range. Uh, depending upon where you're at, it can be you know, what the predictions are is negative five to negative ten, depending upon where you're at. So we'll give you some tips on how to keep things you know warm inside the home as well. But Dennis, give us a little tip on what you were doing this past week in regards to fire. And I've had well, some experience with this as well, as you know. So Right. Well, you know. the one thing that happens is that after a fire, I mean, this the, these you know we live out in the country. Yeah. So, you know, hay is a very flammable substance, and you don't put a heater near, near that, and no. someone did. No, you Caught don't. the porch on fire, caught the house on fire. Uh, the bottom line is, is now, you know, you have to find a place to live while all this goes on, if right. that's your living dwelling right. place. Good point. Well, they have a big building, and so what we did is we went in there, we're building an apartment inside that building. Okay. For them to temporarily, temporarily live. So because this rebuilt. could take a year or, or longer. Or more, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, so keep in mind, everybody, this is a also kind of an anniversary reminder. So uh, December, I think it was the 29th, uh, don't quote me on that, 29th or 30th of yeah. last year was the big fire up, the Marshall Fire up in the Louisville, uh, you know, Boulder, Superior right. area. 
that that south end of Boulder, and there's a lot of those homes up there. I've drive through there occasionally. And there's to your point, Dennis. There's a lot of homes in that area that still have not even started to get rebuilt. And I said back then, I said a year ago, it would be five years before that's rebuilt. I may be off. You might be off, yeah, because they said they just finally got one house. They were showing it last night on TV. They got one house done. A year Almost later. done. Almost a Almost year done. later. Yeah, a year later, yeah. yeah. So it takes a while, and I know that because we've had houses out there that have burned because no one cleaned their fireplace, their stovepipes, rather. Right. They, they burned down to the ground or else there was a lightning strike or whatever. We had like three or four homes there for a while. Uh, one still not built. It's two years, going on two okay. years. It, it, he had something in the garage that caught fire. And it took out the whole house. They had to level it and redo the foundation. Yep. And that's been two years, and they're still not done. doesn't even have a roof on it yet. The, so the you never know what in, happens. The neighborhood up in Granby where my cabin was, uh, there's only been a handful of homes. Mine, I have not rebuilt ours yet. So there's only a handful up there that have been rebuilt. So it's the same situation. See, and that's the other thing we don't think about. You know, you think about, okay, the home being burnt, they have insurance, they're going to cover it. But where do you live for that period of time? Right. You know, like uh, this Sally... And George, they're living in their fifth wheel behind their property in their okay. house two years now. Okay. And I can't imagine living in a fifth wheel for either. two years. Me you know? either. Sorry. Um, I'm and, spoiled. But uh, Dennis, I like my room. Rod and Michelle, they're going to be doing okay because they got a per- they had all their equipment in this warmed up. a little up, more room there. Yeah, in their building. And then they have a fifth wheel that they parked in there for a little bit. But they said that's, that's even. So he's he's dug a thing to where he put a tank in so he can take... And everything can go into the tank, and then he can have a truck come in and suck that out. There we go. He's got a water to it. He's got electricity there. He's already got heaters in it, you know, because he does tile work. And so he had to have it warm already. So to build, you know, we went in there, framed in an apartment in there, and then now he's got still a lot of work to do. But they're probably going to be living in that for a year, year and a half, I'll bet. No, folks, trust me. The biggest, the best thing to do when it comes to fire, and I know in some cases, you know, we, we look at what happened up in the Superior, Louisville area a year ago. You know, some of that was just unavoidable. Things started, right. and the embers were so hot, and the the um, uh, wind was blowing so badly, creating just you know havoc. I mean, I was reading. Have they ever, I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, but have they ever decided what happened? I, or I found was reading out? an article last night, and I didn't get to that part. I don't think so, Dennis. If they yeah. if they have, they're not telling us. They're not saying. Yeah. Um, I. I personally think there was more than one cause of it that's my own personal uh opinion but you know when you have winds over 100 miles an hour man it doesn't take much and what happened was as as to your you know to your point earlier when it came to we were talking off air when it comes to air and wind and so on fire seeks oxygen yes and it will look for it anywhere it can find it yes and when it's being blown even harder like that and and it's you know it really ends up having its own little microcosm of of uh weather if you would it kind of yeah, creates its own it weather yes and in the case of the marshall fire yeah i mean it just is what it is and, and that's one of those unavoidable situations now all that being said are there things you can do to make sure your home has more you know fireproofness to it and the answer is yes. of course you can yes there's a lot of even just being tidy and and, and paying attention to things and making sure to your point a moment ago we we don't put hay next to heaters and things yeah. along those lines. I mean, combustibles, even inside of your furnace yeah. room, you know, your, your mechanical room, all of that, keeping all of that clean and all of that is the way to do things. So we've got some calls coming in as well. 303-477-5600. Thanks for calling. Joe, you're first today. What's going on? Merry Christmas. I'm sorry. Was it Dennis? Talk about fires and fireplaces and stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, one of the things you don't want to do is don't be burning pine in your fireplace continuously 
because you are setting yourself up for a chimney fire. Have you ever experienced one? Because I have. No, never no, have. I've never have. I clean mine every year. So, um, and, and if you are burning pine, which is a cheap soft wood loaded with tar, it'll create like a creosote mm-hmm. coating on. And um, my folks, 20, 30 years ago, they were burning. They had all this pine on their land, and they, some guy cut it up for them, and they were burning it. And one time they went to start a fire, and there was this huge, like a jet engine, oh. and just and they had a chimney fire. Now that'll, if fortunately they had one of these big steel plates to close it off in the wintertime. Yeah. And I yeah. grabbed and I grabbed the plate and I slammed it over the fireplace opening, and starved it for oxygen. Nice. Right. Um, and it put it out, but had and that was probably within twenty seconds. Wow! But had you had that fire been allowed to continue, yep. it would have it would have cracked the chimney lining and could have set fire to the yeah. siding of the house. Yeah, good point. So, oh yeah. So my caution for your listeners is: a, if you if you know try to avoid you know only burn hardwoods you know oak, maple you know other right. hardwoods. Do not buy burn pine, and if you are burning pine. In your in your fireplace a lot. Have your chimney. They they make these logs. I've never tried them. You see them on TV. They're supposed to clean out the tar from your chimney. Have you ever no, seen you, those you call a chimney sweep and have them do it. Is yeah, that's yeah. a better way. That's yeah. that really doesn't do it all the way. Right. No, and I agree. Uh, I mean, I've I've seen the ads. I've never tried them. Yeah. But if you're burning any pine at all in your fireplace on the and of course this is the time of year. You know, people you got people coming over for Christmas, and right. Thanksgiving, and the holidays. Yep. And it's snowy, and you say let's light a fire. Um, you know, and if you haven't had your fire, if you've been using your fireplace last year and you haven't had it cleaned by a chimney sweep, get your fireplace. Mm. Because you, the last thing yes. you want to do is be out, yep. be out the day after Christmas with no place That's to That's right. That's exactly right. It's amazing how many people out in my neighborhood have never cleaned their stove or pipe they or whatever. They don't even know they can. Well, I, and there I was guess, fires that happened, and then they would say, I never knew I had to clean it. You do. <laughs> you know, you I'm do. like, how do you not know that you have regular to clean maintenance. it? Yeah, that's a yeah, maintenance that's item. If it, if you if it catches fire, unless you happen to have something like I had available to me that day, yes. it, it's the in it, yeah. and the noise. It, by the way, is almost deafening. It's like a jet yeah. engine, and and stuff was flying across the room, like magazines and newspapers were flying across the room, being drawn. Getting sucked. Fire. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and there's yeah. another thing too with that, Joe. If you just have a fireplace, and you're burning that. You're probably got no no efficiency whatsoever. It's just taking the That's air out. That's very true too, Dennis. It just Good goes point. right straight out. Great point. Unless you could put a screen in front of that, not a screen, but a glass in front of it to stop that from happening. It's just sucking air right out. It'd be better to take a ball of insulation and put it in that pipe, and just leave it, and just put a a decorative thing in there and just call it good. But yeah. you know, like even on my wood stove. Um, there's gaskets and stuff that I had to change. Yes. And like last year, I can hear a whistling. And so I went in there and changed this summer. I changed all my gaskets yep. and everything. And it's like amazing the difference that it did. That's right. And, uh, you know, other woods, too, that you can burn. Aspen's a really good wood to burn yeah, because it burns here, super yes. hot. Yeah, good point. And that'll clean out your pipe a little bit. But I still don't trust that. I still go up every year. Every year I go up. And I made it easy for me when I put my pipe in and stuff. I have a little trap on the bottom that I, that I unscrew and I put a rope from the top down, and I grab my brush, oh, gotcha. and I just clip Drag onto it, it, and I pull it on up through right. there, and it is tight when I'm pulling it. Pam goes, why do you make it so hard? Why don't you cut that down? No, I want it that tight. Right. I want it to take all that stuff out. And I put a five-gallon bucket underneath, and I'll have about a quarter inch to three inches worth soot of soot. soot. Yeah. Yeah. It, it happens, every, and that's every year yep. I do that. That's right. So it's very important, and there's people out there that I know that have never cleaned their stove. 
Yeah. And I even mentioned it to him. You might want to clean your stove pipe because th- that builds it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hope- hopefully some people are listening. We saved some people. Yeah. The- good point, Joe. Out in, the- out in the snow the day after Christmas. So. Good point. Yeah. Joe, thanks, right, man. Appreciate hey, you. Hey, John, Mary, yes, go ahead. Hey, we have to talk about you taking these unscheduled. I, I didn't get a notice from you uh, requesting time off. We've got to talk about you taking these right? unsched- unscheduled <laughs> vacations. The, the, well, this one, you know, 24th and, and New Year's Eve, those are, you know, it just is what it is. Yeah. All right, I'll mark it on my calendar. There you we'll go, you mark it down. Time. I don't think we've ever done them before, have you? No, 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 because no, it normally doesn't fall this way. Because so. normally I'm with you on that's those right, days. That's right. Joe, yeah. thanks. Merry Christmas, by the way. Yeah, so, yeah no, normally we don't have that the, no. the way this falls, yeah. you know. I don't know when I haven't looked at the calendar to see how often it falls like this, but not very often. I'd be curious to see what businesses do because usually you give those two days off. And I yeah. always give my guys just the Monday. Yeah, that Monday off after, yeah. yeah. Monday off or Friday before. Yeah. Steve in the Springs, what's going on, sir? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Happy Mary Ho Ho early. A quick answer uh, that's now happening on Chimney's reference, Jersey Joe, is that that's almost always an inspection item on sale, which is good. Yes. The main reason main reason I called is uh, back in June of 15, we were tromping around Trump Tower Land and had a bad lightning strike. And I didn't find out about it till Facebook Messenger because none of the cut and pick and T-Mobile cell phones worked on the 23rd floor. But anyway, long story short, we were out of the house for just about two years, and insurance did pick up a rental in the same general area, which saved them a bunch of money versus the 300 bucks a night right. in extended stay. But where I was going, I don't know if you've had a chance to research this stuff, this radiant barrier. It's kind of like the old space blanket. It's a metallic foil surrounded by mylar, and it staples on right over your insulation on your joists. It does work to the extent that, depending on house design, it'll save you 35, 30, 35, maybe even 40%, hmm. both winter and summer, heating and cooling, because what it does, it as a space blanket works, it keeps the cold from penetrating down through the insulation into the living space, whether it's heat or cold. But here's the, here's the question, and this was brought up to me by the gentleman who fortunately probably saved our house. He's driving by, saw the strike, called 911. He's a former SEAL, jumped there, action guys, got the hose, but you're not going to get a lightning strike on the second story up there in the roof line. No. But my, my point is, I've been researching this thing, and by the way, it was sold to a lot of people way overpriced, you know, the dinner seminar, Three, four, five thousand bucks. You can easily do it, depending uh, on your roof floor plan, for like four, five, six, seven hundred bucks. Mm. But he mentioned, and I started researching this. That stuff because you've got basically a metallic conductor may act as a lightning attractor. Uh. So I started researching this thing, and sure enough, there have been a ton of really severe strikes. When I was looking at this, what was left of the house, uh, you could see that it did a, a decent job of the flames not penetrating downwards into the upper-level living space, which really didn't matter because they got so much water, the whole thing had to be evacuated anyway. But when you get a chance, I just appreciate your thoughts on that. Jersey Joe might have some thoughts mm-hmm. on that since he's got an engineering background. But I, did, I elected not to put the stuff back on. You can buy it by the roll at a supplier in uh, Castle Rock, and it's about a half-day job crawling up there, stapling it to the top of your ceiling joist. Mm-hmm. And it, it does work, but if, in fact... It's going to be a conductor, because we live at the, the base of a very small, gentle rolling hill. And, you know, as you know, lightning normally likes to go for a high point. So that kind of got my attention. But I think I can see a time. Also, in my research, this was not tested by UL, under Underwriters Labs, or anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. 
and it's one of those things that sounds real great until something happens. Right. So you get a chance. I'd like I your will. thoughts on I that. I will do some research on that. No, appreciate that, Steve. Thank you. Merry Christmas. And, yeah, I, that's something I'll have to do some research on. I know little to nothing about that. I do know this. Like even this house that burned, the the garage is fine because mm. they, they make you do thicker drywall right. in there. You right. have to have a firewall. Right. Right? I don't understand why we don't have those throughout the house. But then they cost the house which expense. Be expense. Yeah, yeah. Probably. So there's I don't know. What is the answer? Who knows? You know? The only other answer is to me is where do you keep your chemicals? Make sure they're not in your furnace room. Make sure your furnace room is pretty much empty. Right. You know, that's not a storage room. No, it's not. That's what people make Good a point. big mistake. Good point. All right. Well guys, we'll come right back. If you got anything for us, lines are open, three oh three four seven seven fifty six hundred. You can also text us a question. You can do that even on a replay show. So if you're listening to a best of show uh, replay, you can uh, text us as well. Again, we are live today, December the seventeenth. Uh, we are just a week away from Christmas right now. But uh, we'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ five sixty. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 4.913% second, 5.913% the third, and the remaining years at 6.913% with an APR of 6.985%. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 3-to-1 buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. 
It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Replacing your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com slash absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster. Line, we have one line open, 303-477-5600. The text line, 307-200-8222. Wally and Littleton, you're next. So one of the things uh, that uh, the building code people knew regarding soffit vents but became very apparent during the Boulder fires is that when you have soffit vents and the fire is going up an exterior wall from mm. a neighbor's house that's burning, yep. it gets into that attic space extremely quick. Yep, seeks air. If you use what's, if you use what's called a deck-mounted shingle-over intake vent, which is actually above the soffit on the roof, and it's usually mounted four to six feet above the gutter line for your intake, it takes an extra 8 to 12 minutes for that fire to breach into your attic space. And when you're waiting on a fire truck, 8 to 12 minutes yeah. is a lot of time. Good point. And the other thing that I think that they really need to change regarding what happened in Boulder was how close that they're building yep. these houses. Yep. They they really need to be spreading them out. I live down in old Littleton and, uh, area, and you could put a three-car garage between me and every one of my neighbors. And, you know, when you can almost literally jump from roof to roof in some of these subdivisions, yep. uh, it, it's just way too close. I understand why they do it, but... Well, 
I, I talked about this a year ago, Wally, and I, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. I, I talked about this a year ago, and I'll say I'll say it again now. It, it's the it's the anti growth area of Boulder that has caused them to put all those homes as close together as they are, Wally, because when you have an anti-growth policy and you put buffers all around a city and you buy up all the open space you possibly can, all you do is drive the price of land up to where they maximize it by putting as many homes on it as they can, because otherwise there wouldn't be any. Yeah. It's that simple. You can blame this on yeah. the, the folks that run Boulder County. Well, it happens Sorry. at Aurora too. I it, mean, it, it's happening everywhere. everywhere. But, they, but they were the first ones to do it back yeah. in the day. You know, Boulder, uh, you, Boulder County owns more open space than any other county around here does. You'd be surprised. I mean, I, I drive along. I'll see homes that I can almost stand in between. You and I can stand in there and touch both. That's walls. right. You can spit from one to the other. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, you're you're right, Wally. I mean, that that was a, that's been a big problem up there. So, people that are getting a house either built or re-roofed should consider. Good point. Uh, not doing soffit vents or eliminating them, and Lamanco makes the best product. And, and I'm not a Lamanco rep, but they they make the absolute best eve intake product. Um, that that is well, it's, again, it's mounted up on the roof deck, right. and it looks almost like a ridge vent, but it's just down, you know, somewhere four to six feet above the eave, depending on hmm. uh, how much insulation that you've got. And the other nice thing about that is you can for people that have uh, blown in insulation into an older home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you like I have an R65. That stuff is 20 inches deep. You don't have to be concerned about keeping your soffit vents right, unlocked right, right, right. to get the airflow. You can fill that attic up all the way to the into every corner because your intakes are above your insulation. Got it. Got it. Makes you guys sense. have a great day. You Merry too. Christmas. Thank you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas to you too. Appreciate it very much, Ronnie and Loveland. You are next. Go ahead, Ronnie. Yeah, I listen to you guys talking about wood stoves and how they're installed here. I'm from a different area. And I uh, I just uh, flabbergasted that, that uh, all the wood stoves that I see here don't have dampeners in the pipe. I've always grown up with a dampener in the yes. pipe. Yeah, I, the, when, when pipe. I, I was telling Dennis, I grew up, you know, my dad had a old buck stove. It was, you know, this has been years and years ago, but... Uh, yeah, Ronnie, that's how they were built back in the day because you could even control the flame and what you were doing inside the stone inside the stove with that dampener. So yeah, I'm shocked that they don't. Yeah, and then you know they've got this new thing in there with second secondary heat circulation, and uh, that was an EPA thing, I think. Uh, Four service cabins where I used to live, we had regular stoves out there, and at 30 below, you could keep the cabin warm. Yeah. With these new stoves, you get lukewarm, barely yeah. lukewarm, and all that heat's going up the pipe. Yep. And I just cannot believe that they do that. Is is that a regulation, or I mean, can you put a dampener in the stove? You know what? You're. I have no idea. Yeah. And and even you know the other problem around here, Ronnie, is in, unless unless you've got a home or you're retrofitting some of those things in, you're not building any new home because they won't allow you to even put any kind of a wood-burning anything in anymore. So you yeah. have to have an older home to even do any of that. So yeah. the whole wood stove, you know, you know, heating your home off of that has really changed here in this, in this front-range area especially. That roaring fire the guy was talking about, you know, you wouldn't have a roaring fire if uh, you could control your heat. That's right. Uh, right now it's wide-open stove. Pipe straight up, and and I, I cannot believe you could get creosote in a pipe where you 
mm-hmm. burn the way you burn here because at least with this stove we got here, it's that pipe is hot. It's not gonna build creosote. Yeah, a, a, a regular uh, or a, uh, you know a regular fireplace can, Ronnie, just because they, you know they don't they don't burn. I don't know if you got so much waste going up the, yeah. the chimney, but yeah, fast. A, wood, a wood stove. If you get a good wood stove, you're right. They're 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 much easier to. Yeah, you to can handle. slow the air intake yeah, right. down and uh, that's going right. out. And, that's everything. And you know, I get mine to where I got a flame dancing on top of the wood, and it looks like it's not even burning the wood because it. it's burning just the gases of the wood. Got it. Yeah, there's so much technology well, that can go flame, into it. You're not going to have any. Yeah, if you got a flame, you've, you've already wasted the whole idea. And a wood stove, you're supposed to get the cold, just the embers. Red that's hot. right. Yep. Yep. And uh, let it... Uh, That's right. No flame. Yeah, I got a flame. You've wasted the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Wood. Yeah, and anyway. that's, you know, that's kind of a lost art, Ronnie. Again, there's a lot yeah. of folks out there, depending upon where they live, that this is all, you know, news to them because they're in areas where you can't even have one. Yeah. Not allowed. Yeah. And then on top of that, even if you do, we've got the no burn days here in the front range, and I don't know how many people actually report their neighbor, but we yeah. have no burn days now. Yeah. yeah. They've been in yeah. since the 80s. A long time. Yeah. Because I had a stove in Aurora that I would still burn. Yeah, and, there's, there, there's a, yeah. There, it's rare to find a house, Ronnie, with a real fireplace in it anymore. Yeah. Or a wood stove. Wood stove, yeah. And like we were talking, yeah, John and I were talking, I, I heated my whole house with one. We used to Never even turned the on the furnace. That's right. Furnace. Never turned on the furnace and just used that, That's right. that uh, stove to heat my whole house every, all year round. Had a fan on it. It'd blow through the house. Yes. You bet. A yeah. few little ceiling fans here yeah. and there to move the air around, yeah. and you bet. I did put one of those, uh, I tried it. I put a, it has the fan that's in the pipe. Mm. And that work? No. Okay. You can't get hot, you know, because yeah. if you start getting it hot, the inside pipe starts glowing. Uh, okay. And I'm like, I, and you have to be so many f- inches away from the top. So not a good thing. Stu- it just doesn't work. I tried, I did it by the directions and everything, and I took it off. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, if you go to a metal uh, pipe store, you ever heard of a utility pipe? Utility pipe is a single pipe, no weld in it, and it weighs about the same as these wood stove pipes you put in in sections. And you would never, you can never blow that thing in a, a hole in it or anything. That they sell it at uh, pipe stores, and it's mm. as cheap as, as stove pipe. But, there you go. Uh, it's way safer, and good I, to know. I just see. No, I appreciate that, Ronnie. Good to know. I did not know that. Good to know. Thank you. All right. It's good info. No, appreciate that. That's good info for folks listening. But, yeah, for a lot of you listening, um, you may live in an older home. You've got the ability. You've got a real fireplace. You could upgrade to a wood stove. There's even pellet stoves now to where you just put pellets in. and Those catch on fire. They can. Yeah, we've had two people that caught on fire out last year. But, again, there's so many different ways to handle that today than what there used to be back in the day. Yeah. But... That's if you've got a real fireplace, and there's so many homes today that don't, they, they just don't have any. Yeah. There's no, there's no real fireplace. No. And a fireplace, honestly, you should just put a ball of insulation in it and don't use it. Because it just You're sucks. not gaining enough out Nothing. of it to mess with it. No, not at all. I mean, I guess it's nice to have a fire around a holiday or something along yeah. those lines, but you're not going to gain any It'd heat It would be better to turn it into a gas Probably, yeah. if you want that look, yeah. yeah. And they put a glass in front that yeah. gives it a little bit of heat, but not, not yeah, to heat not the house. A lot. No. You're not going to gain a lot out no. of it. Some of the gas ones that have a, have a, a fan on them aren't too bad. They'll do a little bit of, yeah. you know, they'll, they'll run a little bit of heat out of it. But, yeah, the days of having real fireplaces this day and age are almost a thing of the past. And see, the nice thing about my stove is it's downstairs in my basement where all my piping is. Oh, yeah, is. and everything goes up. 
Yeah. When your heat goes up. Yeah, and like during the blizzard bomb we had, everybody lost power out there, and mm. neighbor across the street called and said, hey, are you guys doing okay? It's like 50 degrees in our house. I'm like, well, we're sitting here at 75 very comfortable and we're cooking stuff on our stove so you want to come on over come on over nice yeah we got nice. chili on if you like something nice coffee nice. or you know that's the other thing you know you get it depends where you live you need to accommodate yourself to be able to make it yeah we talked about that a little bit yesterday on ready radio and uh, that's our prep show that we do our prepper show from two to three on fridays and uh, yeah we talked about some of that yesterday dennis because these are things that you need to make sure that you have you know, handled because, you know, we, we right now, currently even Eastern Plains, you look at the Dakotas and you look at, well, even back East right now, you look at some of the areas that are just getting hammered with snow and or uh, up North, it wasn't so much the snow, it was the wind that blew everything around so bad. Everything was closed, you know, roads were closed, all of that. You're just shut in when that happens. Yeah. And see, what we do is I take, I have two big six gallon containers. I fill them with water. There you go. And, and then we have bottled water there, there too. There you go. Good for and you. And then uh, we hang on to that and get ready because when it's coming this week, I better have it ready. Russ and Cheyenne, what's going on, sir? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. You know, one thing we used to do with our fireplace, we get a box fan, just put it on low and just let it blow across the, uh, the fireplace. Yes. I and do that too. Push as much air off that as you could mm. and then turn the furnace blower on circulate that through the house that's a good idea your furnace will never kick yeah off. great idea you keep that heat rolling through then you're yeah because i've set my house up where i can pull the uh, return air out of the basement and so it uh it just grabs all that heat and just shoves it through the whole rest of the house and it eats the whole house beautifully nice huh so yeah the furnace is definitely a good way to to move that into your bedroom. That's a great idea. So yeah, no, that's great. Everybody yeah. stays nice and warm. Yeah, great I idea. Th- I can't believe I didn't think idea. of that. Great yeah. idea. No, thanks, Russ. Appreciate well, that. And the other thing I was going to say is you get a filter of the air, too, so you can get that's some of that. That's true. You know, if you get a little bit of smoke and soot and whatever. That's true. Good you point. You pull it out of the air, too. So Great point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Cool. That's, that's yep. good. That's good. Thanks, Russ. Appreciate that. And John from Cheyenne, that was Russ from Cheyenne. John from Cheyenne, he just texted he is listening to us while waiting for his flight home from New York City. So, John, have a safe oh, flight. Yeah. Hurry up and get I, out I of that thought, place. I think, the, if I'm not mistaken, the Buffalo area is getting hammered again right now with snow. I think the boys sent me something this morning. I, I got to double check that, but I believe that that they are. So, again, if you got any questions for us, I've, I do have some more tips because it's going to be cold this upcoming week. Again, we're a live show today. December the 17th, so if you're listening to a replay, you kind of know when we did this today. We have cold weather coming this this coming week, right before Christmas, actually. We're going to be below zero in most areas, which I know for a lot of you are like, oh, that's no big deal. Well, for Coloradans, you know, yeah, we don't see below zero much, maybe a week or two out of the entire year. Yeah. We don't see it that often. Not so this early either. For a lot of folks, this will be a change, and those transplants that have come in that have never seen below zero weather, that'll be a real change to them. So when we come back, I do have 19, uh, this the, uh, comes from familyhandyman.com, 19 low-key ways to keep your house warm this winter. So we'll pop through a few of these, give you some tips on how to do that, and those of you that uh, maybe are doing some things around the house today, because it's supposed to be about 45 today, so pretty nice day today to get some things done. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. 
Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Replacing your furnace can be stressful for your whole family. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will alleviate the stress of replacing your furnace with service that puts your family first. Absolute offers a 100% customer satisfaction guarantee because they value honesty, earning your family's trust with honest work. Their technicians prioritize your family with integrity by never upselling you on something you don't need during your replacement. They offer flexible financing, so you don't have to make sacrifices to make sure your family's needs are provided for. Their team goes above and beyond to get the replacement done in one day whenever possible, so you can get back to spending quality time together. Get your family-friendly estimate for replacing your home comfort system now with Absolute Electrical Heating and Air by visiting klzradio.com absolute or call 720-526-0231 to schedule today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 3-2-1 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first year, 
4.913% second, 5.913 to third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720-895-0500. Three-to-one buy-downs available up to 95% loan-to-value. If you're thinking about home ownership, now may be the best time to purchase. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Own your new home and save thousands in payments. That's 720-895-0500. 80% LTV, 30-year fixed, 6.985% APR, 740 FICO, primary home, rates as of 1116, NMLS 298191, and rates subject to change. All right, and uh, thank you for listening. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Got a text message in a moment ago, too, that asked if we would talk about diesel and driving when it gets this cold this week at 10 o'clock for Drive Radio, and yes, we will. So those of you uh, listening, hang on. If you're driving a diesel, we'll have a few tips for you. Dennis and I both can cover that at 10 o'clock for Drive Radio. Steve Horvath, by the way, from Geno's Auto Service, was supposed to be with us today, but he is uh, kind of under the weather. So, Steve, hope you get to feeling better if you're listening yep. to us. Uh, we miss you, and Merry Christmas to you and yours and all the folks at Geno's, and we appreciate all that you do. So Dennis is filling in for Steve today. So. Yep. Thank you, you for doing that. We appreciate you it. Bet. Cindy and North Glen is next. Go ahead, Cindy. Oh, hi, guys. Hey, oh, um, hello. Hello. I'm wondering, I've been looking at generators for two years, Okay. but I don't know what to get for my house. So I rent half of my house out. There's elderly and some disabled people. They're here 24-7. I'm in a separate part, so there's two separate areas. My only source of heat is from the house. And I don't control it, so I do have a space heater, an okay. electric space heater. Okay. But Generac, you know, the um, what do I need to do if, if electricity goes out? What's my best thing? For the house. Well, if you, if numerous ways, great question, by the way. There's numerous ways to address this. And by the way, our our sponsor, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, this is right up their alley. This is what they do. They can come out, walk you through all the different options that you have. Uh, and you can do everything, Cindy, as simple as having a disconnect switch where you can just put a regular standalone, you know, startup generator and you could get whatever, you know, wattage you think you need, depending upon the things you want to run in the house. And they can do the calculations on that for you. You basically would you would throw the switch, you would start the generator up, plug it in, and then it would power the house. When you're done, you have to unplug everything and then throw the switch back the other direction, and they can set all that up for you. That's one of the easier, cheaper ways to do it. A full-fledged automatic, it kicks on when the power goes out, you know, Generac or Kohler or all the different brands that are out there. Uh, that's totally automated. And again, they would size that to the things that you're going to run if the power is completely out, and no, you, as we all know, you don't have to run every single thing in the house. So you pick and choose the things that you know you want to run. I want to run the furnace, for example, but I don't need to run the dryer. I don't need to necessarily run 
the oven, but I may want to run the microwave. So you just make a list of the things that you know you'd want to run in a power outage situation, and then they size that generator for the whole home accordingly. And there's some folks out there, Cindy, that I've seen some of these myself to where they got a generator big enough to run every single circuit in the house and then some. It's just a matter of how much you want to spend. And it's almost that they have to come to your house to sit down they and do. go over, walk they it do. through with you. Because just like John t- telling you all this stuff, over the over the phone is hard. Well, they need to look at the panel, yes. see how many circuits you have, what's your draw. They'll put meters on it, even walk, Cindy, to determine all that and so on. And walking through the house to Correct. see where you are and where everything is, they Correct. need to know all that stuff. Yeah, for example, Cindy, what circuits are you on that maybe the rest of the other owners aren't on? Right. And are you guys going to co-op this to where everybody's participating in the cost? Or is this just you on your own? Those are all the decisions you guys would have to make. Okay, thank you so much. But if you call them, uh, and let me give you their number, if you call them directly, they can take care of that for you. And it's 720-442-8842. Just call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, and they'll take care of it for you. Tell them you listen to the show, you've got questions, they'll send somebody out to go over that that with you. And I don't think they charge you for that. No, they'll just come out and help you out. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. They're interested in doing it, and they'll help you. Yeah. All right, I'll start with that. Thank All right, you so Cindy, much. thank you very much. Yeah, for everybody else listening, that's a that's great a, call. It, it is, especially when we start looking at some of the things that have just happened. Uh, you know, things that you know, even in Colorado, Eastern Colorado, not not far out of the metro area, there were folks that were stranded yeah. and had issues and so on. Uh, it, you know, and it can happen to us even here in the metro area. And unless you've got some sort of a backup system, yeah, you're you're you know, when the when the grid goes down. You know, you're down, which Don and Sedalia has got a question along the lines of surge protectors, which kind of fits into all of this as well. Go ahead, Don. Hey, how you doing, John? Good, sir. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and, uh, to you. you um, I, I've been hit by lightning twice and, um, and took the wood out twice, and I want to make sure what kind of whole house surge protector you'd recommend. Well, that's a great question, and again, I'm just going to refer you to Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. You know, use that same number I just gave out, 720-442-8842. They've actually got a special right now on surge protectors for the whole home. And again, they can tell you exactly what you need based upon your home size. What are you trying to protect? Are you going to protect all circuits, certain circuits? Again, it's it's sort of like the generator, Don. Other than we're going to do this for surge protection. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Same. And, they, and they've got a special running. We've been actually advertising that during the week. So call them, tell them you listen, and they'll take care of you. Hey, thank you very much, John. You're, you're very welcome, Don. Appreciate it very much. Let's go to Jerry and Greeley. Jerry, welcome. Go ahead, sir. Hi. Uh, John, I was—I might have missed something because I was in the process of calling in. But no, no, no problem. I, I just wanted to make sure that you know you were talking about the, uh, the using the generators for backup power. That make sure everybody understood the importance of the transfer switch. So yeah, you got to have a switch. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There was you know multiple ways for her to do that. The cheapest is your own little startup generator. You decide how much of one of those you need, what circuits are you going to run, and then you got to have a disconnect switch that like somebody like a Absolute Electrical Heating and Air would put in. You want a correct switch to where you can't even plug on plug in the other generator until that's thrown. Yeah, I, I talked to a lineman one time, a member of an electrical line crew, who uh, he had lost a coworker because during a storm out on the eastern plains, uh, a farmer hooked up a generator without disconnecting yep. from the incoming power. So then the generated power went yep. backwards, right, right. back to the transformer, kicked the voltage up, oh, yeah. and blew a guy off a pole. 
It's right. That, that, and that's why they want you doing it. And, and that's the same reason why, you know, really quick, I want to explain this as well, because there's huge misconceptions when folks get solar, Jerry. They think, oh, I've got solar. If the power goes out, I have solar. For the reasons you just said, no, they don't. If the grid goes down, that power coming out, that DC power coming out of those solar panels is not going into the grid because of, Jerry, what you just said a moment ago. Now, can you use that power off grid? Yes, but there has to be things done on your side of the house, as you know, some, you know, just exactly like the disconnect switch you're talking about that's all built into the solar, and you have to have battery backup and some other things along those lines. But it can be done to be off grid, but the misconception is most folks that have solar think, oh, I'm good if the power goes out. No, you're not. Yeah. Right. Well, I just wanted to touch on that because there have been some tragedies where people oh, yes. get, get a homemade like back feed through a dryer you, outlet or You something. do not want to do that ever. No. That is a no. huge no-no. Yeah, and just yeah. like when you go to have, you have a generator on there and you go, you have to go turn off your whole power grid and then turn on your generator. But if you had that on when the power comes back on... It'll blow that thing apart. Yeah, you, it, it, on both sides, yes. you, both of you guys. Yeah, Jerry, what you're saying, Dennis, what you're saying, neither one of those is a good situation. Neither That's one. why there's got to be a disconnect switch in yes. it. Yes. For sure. Yes. Yeah, a, lot, a lot of folks don't realize those transformers that take the high voltage down to house voltage. That's right. Work work the opposite way too that's right yeah. good point jerry no that's a great point and yes that is why again reiterate what jerry's saying you have it's a must. must you cannot yeah. run a either external battery pack that runs off of solar or a generator system or a combo of the two without having it disconnected from the grid first well that was all i wanted to throw no, i appreciate Thanks, that jerry you know you're good. spot on because yeah there's there's uh, far too many tra- you know, tra- tragic stories along those lines oh, yeah. of somebody doing that, and you do not want to do that. Now, the other, the, by the way, I didn't mention this with Cindy, but one last thing you can do, of course, and a lot of folks do this, is if you only want to make sure that you can run, I don't know, the furnace and the fridge, and you've got a couple of small portable 1,000-watt generators, and you just want to run extension cords to those, the power all goes off, you unplug those out of the plug itself, and you plug that into an extension that's cord. That's different. That's yeah. different. You can do that all day long, knock yeah. your socks off, it's not a problem, and can that be done? Yeah. Yes, just make sure, if you do that, the generator that you're using is outside, yes. so that it's not running carbon monoxide inside it's even a garage area, it'll fill in, so you don't want to run it even in the garage, you'd want to run that outside of the home run the you know, extension cord under the garage door or through an outside door, something along those lines. Now, one, one real quick thing that we, we've talked about this on Ready Radio, so I'm not much here on Fix-It Radio. There are some really cool battery backup standalone packs, and they kind of even come on a dolly if you get the heavier ones. And they're about the same price as generators, maybe a little bit more money. The plus side to those is, for example, on your furnace, if you wanted to run the furnace and you had no way of really running an extension cord all the way to the basement, maybe if that's where the, the furnace happens to be, you could take one of these battery backup power sources, go set that right next to the furnace, plug the furnace directly into that, and it would run it. Yeah, it's kind of similar. Like, um, I don't know if you had it, but it, at the shop I had a, a battery backup like a system for backup. my yes. For my computer. Yes, very similar to that, yeah. only on a larger scale. Yes, 
Yes. Much larger. And, and they're not automated. Where a no. UPS backup, if the power goes out, those automatically kick in and go. This is one where you would have to manually go down, plug yeah. the furnace in, and away you go. But that's, you know, for some of you where you're just looking for two or three things in the home that you want to run, and you don't want to go through, you know, having a, a generator put in and do all the disconnect switches and the things that we just mentioned a moment ago, manually, you could do a couple of things, like I just said, off the battery backup packs. Yeah. And that's what they're called. And by the way, there's a bunch of of them on the market now. Yes. It used to be there yeah. was two or three brands. Yeah. There is That's a right. bunch now. Yes. Now, one thing about those, you need to do the research and look at the reviews on which ones are good versus which ones are not. Because the last thing you want is to have this thing all charged up, ready to go. You have some sort of a you know grid issue. You know, power's yeah. out. You go to plug in and it don't work. Yeah, that would be so. Bad. You want to read the reviews on the front side, yeah. buy the better units because there is a vast difference in price. And some of these are made here in the U.S. The majority of them, though, are coming out of China. I'll just tell you straight yeah. up, that's where most of them are coming from. Because that's where the batteries are coming from anyways. Yeah. Just like solar panels. Now, as you were talking about, you know, someone needs to sit down with them specifically and say, what do you really want on? That's what you really need to sit down and talk about. That's right. What do I really need on? Yeah, I don't want to need to run every light in the house. I don't have to run the TV. Uh, you know, what do you really that's need? That's right. What are you going to do? Uh, and that's where a good radio, too, by the way, an AM, FM radio, battery-operated, is a good thing to do. I know people are going to go, what? Battery-operated? You know, we had those around the house all the time when I was a kid. I have one of those where if you want to charge it, you crank it and charge it up even. Yeah. So if you're I really have a couple out, lanterns that yeah, way. So if you're yeah. really out, you can just do that and keep yeah. it charged up, and away you go. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah but, but you, you know, really should sit down and, and figure right. out what do you really need. Because that's, that's what we've done, and we do everything with our wood stove. I mean, we can so, heat our whole house, and we have lanterns and, and everything, but and you, you're we gonna can wanna, cook on you're it. You're going to want to keep the, you know, for a lot of you listening, this is where keeping the, the meat frozen, yeah. the stuff in the fridge cold. I yes. mean, you, want, you know, if you keep the door shut, it, you know, there's a certain amount of time it'll just take on its yes. own. But if you want to keep those things up and running, you need the ability to power those up some way, somehow. But during the winter, it's it's not too bad to... They're out in the garage, especially, wouldn't be that big of a deal at no. all. Just, you know, crack a door and... Make or you nice can take some of the stuff that's in okay. your refrigerator and put it in a cooler and set it outside. Sure. Exactly. Open it up. Yeah. On the same token, for a lot of you that are listening, buying, you know, they've come way down in price from what they used to be. But the 1,000-watt, you know, the smaller 1,000, 2,000-watt little handheld kind of carry-around generators. Those are great. Those would be more than enough to run your refrigerators. You know, most oh, yeah. of you have one or two of those kicking yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, they would run that all day long, no problem. And again, you don't need to run it all the time. You no. just want to get it cooled down, leave the door shut. Yes. And you'd want to cycle through that and run it every now and again. You can kind of put it on a timer. Um, and you know, the other thing you're going to want to do is make sure that you've got an outlet where you can, you know, which, by the way, most of these have. You can charge your phone and do some things along those lines as well to where you keep your communication up. But, again, uh, the biggest thing, and Dennis just said it, for a lot of you, even before somebody like uh, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air would show up, you know, if Absolute's coming out, have that list already ready to go. These are the things that I want to run if we have a complete power outage. Yeah. And, and make sure you can do without certain things. You don't really need to watch TV. Or watch a movie. Um, seriously. You know, sit down and talk to people. You know, read a book. You know, you, there's certain things you really don't need. 
Just well, sit down and, frankly, and be reasonable. If the power's out and you're trying to maintain everything and keep everything going, you've got enough other things to do. You're probably not going to be kicking around watching a lot of TV. No, anyways. so think about that. So yes, that's, what, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, one of those know. items where you don't need to run all of your AV equipment and all the rest of the stuff that goes along mm-hmm. with that. But you know what? What are you going to do to keep things up and running while while that takes? Because in some cases, we've seen you know even where the power station, the substation was shot at you know back yeah. east uh, you know a few weeks ago. You know, some of those folks were without power for up to a week. Right. What are you going to do if you're out of power for a week? Yeah, and if you have a, a camping trailer and you have a propane refrigerator in there, you can fire that thing up and yeah. go out there and, and use that. Good point. You know, um, because I keep my battery charged up in mine, and I can go out there and fire up my propane refrigerator out there, and everything will be just as cold in there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, somebody also said really quick um, – that pellet stoves, the, the cost of pellets is up a dollar a bag over what it was roughly a year ago. Still cheaper to do that versus, you know, versus uh, running a heater or a furnace or whatever. But if you lose but, power, you lose your... True. You've you you got electricity to run the stove, right? Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah. And see, I choose not to run mine when the power goes out. Yep. Yeah, because I don't need to. Somebody said also, if the house is getting hit by lightning that much, I'd be calling Mr. Lightning... In Colorado Springs and getting lightning rods put on the house as well. You know what? Great. You know, there are yes. uh, there are companies that specialize in repelling lightning. And I know it sounds really sort of conspiracy, you know, thought. It but works. It does work. There's companies that, you know, lightning eliminators. This is Mr. Lightning. Uh, there are other companies out there that do similar things. And it's a it's a array of antennas, essentially, that they put up on the roof that basically create their own little magnetic field, if you would, that repels the lightning from your area. Yeah. And yes, they work. Yes. I've seen them in action, believe it or not, because we, yeah. we used to have one of those companies not far from where my shop was, and we used to watch them build all those things, and I, I got a full demo one time on it, and it's it's actually pretty, pretty cool, cool. technique. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And it continues to get um, updated, and you know they're continually working on that all the time to make sure that that's more and more dialed in all the time. But yeah, that's, you know, that's a great idea. If you're somebody that's getting hit by lightning that often, that's probably something to sit down and think about. It. All right, we're going to come right back here in a moment again. We are live on December the 17th. If you're listening to a replay show, thank you very much for doing so. You can still ask questions on any of this by just texting us 307 200 8222. We're going to come back though for Drive Radio here in just a moment. If it's a Tuesday show, Rush to Reason follows as well, but we're going to come back on Drive Radio, give you some diesel tips. For somebody right off that the may bat. be running around in some of this cold temperatures this week as soon as we come back. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, and, of course, Larry Younger. We'll be right back. Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.